Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want to talk or go back about, I suppose, one of the biggest issues of the week, and that is in relation to creches. And Tusla has uh, told the Oireachtas Committee that it cannot give a cast iron guarantee that similar issues to those seen in a Dublin crash during the RT documentary last week will ever happen again. And the agency said it has limitations to its uh, inspection regime, meaning that such issues are unlikely to arise when its inspectors actually visit the childcare facilities. And I can understand exactly what they're saying. I never normally agree with Tusla, but I do on this occasion. It doesn't matter who inspects it. But when they arrive, they're unlikely to see certain things. They're not going to see the milk being diluted. They're not going to see the way they speak to the children. They're not going to see the way they do things that are wrong because they're not going to do those things wrong in front of an inspector. That's the kind of logic, isn't it? And officials from the agency appeared before a hearing at the Joint Rochester Committee on Children and Youth Affairs yesterday morning to answer questions which basically have arisen because of the broadcast in RTE last week. Now, footage uh, of the broadcast during the documentary showed a number of issues at the Hide and Seek crash chain, which has four branches in Dublin, including concerns about fire safety, child protection and guard vetting of staff. Now, during the four-hour hearing, Tussler called for a greater powers uh, to regulate the sector more efficiently, including, by the way, the ability to immediately close crashes who have not not being uh, compliant. See, I agree with that, but that could cause huge problems for parents. You've got two kids in a crash, you're both working full time, and you walk in on a five o'clock to collect your kids and say, listen, you better not bring your kids here tomorrow morning, but we've been closed by Tusla, uh, you know, for the next three or four weeks or whatever it happens to be. The ability to immediately close crashes where there's evidence of child protection issues, the introduction of a legal instrument to let parents know if problems have arisen at the, the crash, and the possibility of mandatory CCTV in registered childcare facilities. In his opening statement, Tussler's interim chief executive, Pat Smith, uh, told the committee that practices observed during the RT footage last week were shocking, unacceptable and extremely worrying. Uh, Smith acknowledged that Tussler had a primary responsibility to promote the safety and well-being of children and that the agency immediately responds whenever it has reasonable cause uh, for concern that there is a serious risk to a child. But he also said that the agency could not regulate for the behaviour of individuals such as those seen in the documentary. This is the point I made earlier on. They can't be there 24 hours a day watching them and listening to them. He said the behaviours displayed are unlikely to be evident during any kind of inspection and we rely on good professional practice and appropriate mandatory reporting under Children First uh, or through Tusla's unsolicited information line or Office for Notification of Child Protection Concerns. Now, he also added that the broadcaster eventually provided Tussler with footage it had obtained from the hide-and-seek uh, crash a day after the documentary aired and confirmed that Tussler is now reviewing this to see if it had showed any child protection issues. But I want to get your thoughts on childcare, the childcare industry in Ireland. Uh, what do you recommend should be done to protect children? And I'm kind of focusing a bit on the CCTV this is quite common, I believe, in America. It's not in Ireland because of data protection and we're all very paranoid about, I don't want someone looking at my bleeding child. Um, I believe they have it in some crashes, but not all of them. And I do believe that that's an issue. I believe it's an issue for some parents not to have it, but I also believe it's an issue for some parents to have it. Uh, and the idea is, is that you put CCTV cameras in, you know, into the sleeping room, I suppose, into the feeding room, obviously maybe not into the changing room and places like that, but that parents can pop onto an app if they're concerned at any time during the day, they can look on an app and they can see the child, they can see the children, they can see how they're being treated, they can see how they're being looked after. 
Some crashes won't use it. They object to it because they think that other parents might object to you looking at their child. But realistically, what are you going to do to their child? You know, you'd want to be the most determined paedophile in the world now to put a child into a crash just to get access to the app, wouldn't you? So I want to know what you think. Should there be mandatory CCTV in all crashes? That, I believe, would certainly put pressure on crashes to behave properly because then they wouldn't take, they may not take a chance in doing something wrong because they might think somebody's watching. And maybe the CCTV in the place could have a little light on it. And every time a parent logs in, the little light comes on. So they know they're being watched. What harm is it? You know what I mean? I know I'm being watched right now. There's a camera behind me. I get used to it. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. I do my job. If I steal something, I know my bosses can look back if something goes missing from the studio. And I'm, you know, I'm, it could be taken when I'm working with Helena here alone at night and there's no other staff in the building. Sean or Andy Bad News can look in, you know, to make sure I'm actually here doing it. You know, and I'm not pulling a fast one. So they can make sure that you're doing your job. Not that they would. It's not that they don't trust you or anything like that. And they certainly do. But it just means they can check. So what's the harm? I know I'm an adult. I'm not a child. Let me know what you think. 087-188-008. That's 087-188-008. Do you believe mandatory CCTV should be in all creches for the access for parents to watch and look and see if the children are being looked after? Yes, you think that would be a great idea and a good step. Or maybe you have another idea as to how we can improve childcare services in this country when it comes to creches. Uh, 087-188-008. You can WhatsApp that number or text it for free and let us know what you think. Uh, Bernie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bernie? Hi, Niall. How are you today? Good, Bernie. Sorry, long time getting to you there, Bernie, and I do apologise. Uh, but no, Bernie, no, you're fine. Is, is it a good idea? I'm a bit dubious about it, to be honest. I know there's cameras in every state and every there's on the buses, they're in everywhere. I mean, I just, as a nurse, I wouldn't like to be wearing a camera, personally, because I'm dealing with the most vulnerable in a hospital, and I understand that, but maybe on the corridors. In, in a creche, I think maybe parents, if they request it, maybe they can have an app, you know, attached to the phone. But I don't think for all parents it's suitable. Some parents don't want it. And that's fine if they don't want it. But if they they don't want it, oh, you mean they don't want their child being watched by somebody else? Yes. And I think that, you know, well, it's an issue issue of trust. And, you know, you really looked out and looked for the crashes that are good. You know, you have to trust the people who are looking after your children. Clearly, we can't trust them. Clearly, we can't. But there is good questions out there. Not I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying there isn't, but there's been too many issues and too many questions asked in relation to how children are looked after. And maybe those, some of those questions who you say are good, maybe they have some malpractice or some inefficiencies that maybe they don't even know about themselves. And, you know, and maybe somebody needs to say to them, well, listen, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. That's not a good idea. That's not a nice way to speak to a child. That's not a nice way to feed a child, treat a child, sleep a child. And maybe they need to be told that. But all these courses that these people do are really excellent at teaching them how to look after children and, you know, the childcare course, CTAC courses. And that's great, but we're human beings. We're human beings and we make mistakes. You know, and and these people who work, primarily women, who work in creches, make mistakes. They're humans. They they lose their head. They get frustrated. Would you have used an app if you had children in creche, I believe, and you 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 took them out because you saw a bad bad thing happening? Um, If there was a camera, would you, you, uh, you know, if you could access it yourself, would you have used it? Um, I don't think I would have used it too much, but I think there's a level of comfort in knowing that it's there and that I can use it. Like, I I have cameras on my house, right? I don't look at them that often, but if the alarm goes off, I can have a quick look and check and see and make sure everything is okay. So in saying that, you know, you wouldn't abuse it. 
but okay. I, but it's the it's just the knowing that the staff know it's there and the staff are aware that you can look at any stage. So maybe it might kind of keep them a little bit on their toes to some extent. Those okay. who may not normally be on their toes. Yes, I appreciate that, but I, I don't know. Crashes are very, very intense. You know, they're very close spaces. They're a place of trust where you put huge trust and responsibility on the people who are looking after your most precious cargo. And um, would you be better off then if that's the way you have to go? You to find a crash with a camera. Would you not be better off just saying, right, you know, I'll take five years out and I look after my children and go back to work then? Mm-hmm. Is that not more more? I, I, know, I don't know what the data protection laws are like in this country, but from what I'm aware, and Helena tells me, some yeah. do already have this CCTV. Now, not many uh, that parents can check. Now, yeah. obviously, they have to have the permission of all the parents. But that would be a thing. You know, when you put your child in, they would say to you, listen, are you aware that our creche has CCTV inside so your child can be viewed by another parent? And that's something that you will have to sign and say, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And well, if you don't want to do it, you don't do it. That's you put them somewhere else. So is it? Are you going back into the community-based crashes? Then would that be a better issue if we had a community and each community had two or you know two crashes and that all the children are mined by local people, you know the people who are within the locality and you know that the parents could access it if they want that it mm. make it a joint decision or a community decision. Yeah, I, I, I just mean, I just don't see. I know I understand what your objection is, and I understand what not you personally what you think the objections might be. But I think those mm. objections are really unfounded because, okay, people are going to, and it's, it's all based on this fact that, you know, oh, maybe a paedophile is looking or something like that. I don't know. But realistically, if a paedophile is looking, he'd want to be a very desperate paedophile to get access to something like that. There's but, easier ways but, of looking at children. What if, the, you know, if they download it onto their phones and, you know, it's inadvertently put out into the media of, you know, say a parent is away abroad, say a father is... In, well, I think there will yeah. be, str- well, there's, you know, in relation to CCTV and crashes, there would have to be, and I'm pretty sure there is, very strict guidelines that it cannot be published by law or you will be prosecuted. But say the pa- one of the parents is working abroad and he wants, to, or she wants to see their family every day on the, you know, say the wife is dropping the children off and he's away. And he wants to download the app, or he wants to see his children at any time. Like, is that is that viable, or I you know, is that okay. the media? I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. And um, but it, it, would would that inadvertently be you know would be going outside the, the jurisdiction of the country? I don't know. You see, I'm mm. not familiar with. Well, the there is no juri- there is no kind of jurisdiction when it comes to the internet. I suppose in relation to you could watch it from anywhere in the world, and that would be for the benefit of both parents. But just stay there, Bernie, and I understand your concerns, Sharon. Bernie has reasonable concerns and concerns that many people would have in relation to CCTV that it is quite invasive for those who don't want their children being watched by other people more so. Yeah, hi Nan, I totally understand that aspect. Um, I think CCTV is an incredibly valuable tool used in the right way. And the thing is that if things come up half-baked and don't get implemented properly, it is something that is open to, to cause further issues. Now, sadly, in, in the veterinary world, we've, we've started using CCTVs in consult rooms, and it's actually more protecting the vets because the amount of clients that try and prosecute vets for not doing the best by their animal or doing things wrong or whatever, that actually is just a made-up pack of lies. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually having, having to start, and initially all the vets were like, God, we don't want to be watched by CCTV, but actually used in the right way, it's incredibly valuable. I don't see why you couldn't have in the general crash area where the kids play 
a camera that was actually just a viewing camera that people could log on with a password so it's all very safe and very protected to have a quick look and see as you say you wouldn't watch it all the time my boy went to a school where I used to get photos to my phone every few hours of this is Ben doing this this is him doing this this is in the mm-hmm. play- playground and it was lovely to have that reassurance of what he was doing during the day but you know and I would log on occasionally to if he was in childcare and, and you know just say oh look at him playing oh look he's crying or whatever yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. Yeah. but whatever you know but I think it also needs to be on a protection aspect it needs to be in all the other areas that is only linked to being monitored by the either the people in charge or that, in that case you might not even trust the people in charge but it, it is open to be monitored by some sort of central agency for quality of care and lack of of poor standards or abuse. I mean, Bernie, Bernie, you know, the point that she makes is that, you know, that this industry, the crash industry, is an industry of trust that we have to trust. Has that ship sailed already? I think in this day and age, I think uh, the trouble is, there's, you know, we all know that there's one bad apple, not bad apple, that, that spoils the whole barrel. Apple. No, but you know, one bad apple spoils the barrel is the expression. Um, I, I always, mean, we, we talked. Well, hang on, game. Sharon. We talked about this last week when the story committee went out, and the amount of people texting in who worked in crashes and who left crashes and who walked out of crashes and who stopped working in crashes because of because of bad practice. It's not just one. It does no, seem no, to no, be a I'm, widespread I'm, problem. I, I, yeah, yeah my, my expression was, well, I was using the expression in a slightly different context. Yeah. One ba- because one bad apple taints the barrel, we are thinking that either everyone is bad, which isn't the case, no. or we are superstitious of where the bad is. And you know that I had a, an incident with a pedophile very early on with my child, and I'm super, super worried about things like that. Are you paranoid and, because your child was abused, and, and you mentioned this before on the air? Are you, no, but I, he wasn't abused in, in, in any, uh, you know, outside the system, so it's not an issue. But, but, it, but does the that issue still make is, you paranoid? Does that still make you paranoid? It, it, made me, it made me very careful. Of course it did. Um, yes. but, but however... The whole trust thing is that it doesn't matter how good a crash is set up and everything, people can come in that have the best qualifications. You, you know, you get nurses that kill people, you get doctors that poison people. Everybody can have the right training, the right qualifications, and come across as the right person to be working there and might not be the right person, might not be the suitable person. But nobody knows that. There's no way of knowing that until there's some sort of... Uh, yeah, you're hiring somebody who seems like a lovely woman and all of a sudden she turns out to be a psycho. Exactly. Uh, uh, what's, what, do me a favour, stay there, Bernie and Sharon. Now, just let me go to Linda before the break as well. Linda, you're on Classic Kids. Oh, sorry. I need to switch you on. Why do I always forget to switch that one on? Sorry, Linda. I apologise. Hi, how are you? Hi, Linda. You used to work in childcare in, in a crash and did, you yeah. agree with the idea of cameras. Um, I think holistically it's a good idea. I think it's a good idea for the protection of the crash, the facility, the management and the staff, but I also think it's a a good idea for the protection of the children Um, Mm. and for, you know, for, you know, any, any accusations going forward. I think that you can prove either right or wrong on that. And, and, you know, you wouldn't have an issue with parents being able to access this on an app to see how little Johnny or Mary is doing throughout the day and how they're being treated? I wouldn't know, but I think you would need to have um, all of the parents. Of course. That everyone, you know, everyone, you know, it would work as a team, really, you know. Well, it, um, well it's in everybody's in. I don't see why anybody would want to object to it. It's in everybody's yeah. interest, isn't it? I mean, oh, if, you, no, if you don't want to look at it, that's fine. Exactly, exactly. But I think everyone would look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether... I think they would initially. Yeah, of course. And then you'd kind of move away from it and you learn to trust yes okay. yeah, yeah of course 
because the one thing that parents find difficult, um, you know, no, even if nothing ever happened to them or their children, is to trust people when they're not, when their children, child is in someone else's care. I mean, you're always going to have that inkling in your mind, I hope my child is okay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's a natural um, instinct. It's, it's part it's part of our makeup, really, I think, you know. Yeah, I mean, somebody um, mentions here in the text as well, will they have audio on these uh, on the CCTV, obviously, to detect the way people are speaking to their children? I don't know what the case would be in relation to that. I don't know whether they would or not. Maybe that might be uh, a bit too much. I, I'd say if they're going to have CCTV, I mean, they may as well have audio as well. Mm. Um, and I think what that person means would, in the context of... Um, positive reinforcement, um, whether they're raising their voice to the kids and what kind of tone they're using to their child um, and that kind of thing, because that's a worry as well, because you can have a smile on your face and you can be roaring at a child. You know? Yeah, I mean, Stephen Finglas just texted and he says, uh, the crash where my children went had cameras and we could log in at any time. He said, it's like, I think it's vital, in my opinion. And and yes, and maybe everybody in that crash or their kids all agreed to it. But the, the state are more or less suggesting, well, what they're saying to us is the possibility of mandatory CCTV in registered child care facilities. In other words, that it, you won't have a choice. You have to have it. But well, now, can I just make one point there? Yeah, Bernie, um, you go ahead. Tusla, I mean, to this point, they've done. They've been inactive. I mean, are they going to do what they're saying? If they want to introduce cameras, are they going to sit down with the parents? Are they going to sit down with the crashes and make sure that they're properly, you know, protected? Are they going to properly, well, you know? Well, the first time in my life in eight years, well, not eight years, Tusla aren't around eight years, I think they're only about, about five years, I've actually agreed with Tusla today because the point that they made and Pat Smith made was we can't be there all the time. And the expectation of people in relation to what went on in that crash last week, even if they had have inspected it, they wouldn't have caught them. The way, for example, crash workers might speak to a child, force them to sleep, dilute the milk. Yeah. During any inspection, that's not going to happen. So Tusla are never going to spot that with random inspections anyway. So that's, Tusla can do nothing about that. It's up to us to report it. Okay, so if we were to put the cameras in place, as Tusla are suggesting, um, are they going to have a... Uh, black, uh, the same for every crash, you know, that they're going to be able to check that it is done professionally and accurately and securely and for the benefit of both the child and the people who are working in the in the, in the crash. In, in what so respect? Not, in what, what limitations? You know, are go, you know, not going to use that as for every two. They're not going to bother visiting them. They're just going to use the camera and send them. Oh, I know what you mean. You, you're you know, saying as long as it's not just to make their job easier. Is that, exactly. Is that they uh, continue to manage to look at the food and check the temperatures and, you mm. know, make sure that they're getting correct food and not the noodles and all those things. That they're not just going to just... Oh, no. Well, I, I would hope, I would hope, too, so they wouldn't be using this as some sort of reason, you know, to sit in their laurels that they would still have to do their mandatory inspections on a regular basis. Sorry, Linda, you want to say something there? No, no. The, the, basically, from what my understanding of it is that if this comes in, if Tusla do successfully bring this in, it's going to be in legislation. Mm-hmm. But also within their legislation is that is there that they have to do their mandatory inspections as well. Yeah. But even with cameras, I don't know if like is it going to be like you know I don't know if, if it's going to be they're going to be able to prove that. The milk isn't diluted, and that because are they good? You know, it's well, I suppose the, the argument is if there's cameras there, you might spot it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody well, might spot uh, them doing yeah. it. But it's quite mm-hmm. easy, surely. Yes. If if you again, as I say, CCTV is a valuable tool if used correctly. It's quite easy to build that into a structured whole system, um, monitoring system, i.e. 
So parents can log in and just look at the general play area. Two still can log in and look at the other cameras like the kitchen or the changing area or whatever if they so wish. They still need to do their regular inspections, but actually the regular inspections will get easier because they'll have, if the, the, the manpower they could save by, by having more structure can be used as a monitoring, um, you know, mm. people that monitor what's going on. And you can pull that together if done correctly. This is relying on an organization that's not very good at doing things no, correctly, no, doing it no, correctly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let them look after your vest. No, but, but, but yeah, if it was, <laughs> in, if it was legislated, yeah. and it was legislated structurally and properly to be put in, um, the same everywhere. You, you can only get your accreditation mm. as a crash if you agree to these rules. You will have this visit. We will be checking these things. But also, you'll have in all areas CCTV. You'll only have one public area that, that the parents mm. can just. And the, the point you're making is it keeps people on the ball. And then everybody knows that they. Everybody knows that they're there. Yeah, so you're not going to risk us. Yeah. It. And yeah. people, the people that whinge about I don't want Big Brother watching, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Well, why are they saying that? Because they're probably the ones that might be giving little Johnny a little smack on the bum every now and then, or, or diluting the milk, or whatever. Those people that are going to complain about it are the ones that actually probably shouldn't be there. Okay, Len, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Len? Hi, Noel. How's it going? Good, Len. You would, you would have an objection to the cameras. Absolutely, yeah. Why? On, on, on many different levels. Well, I think it's just a knee-jerk reaction from Tusla and the state, as usual, against some of the most vulnerable workers in the country, and minimum wage, most of them. They're not unionised, and it's a kind of an, an easy kind of a, a pick for them. Like, if they're going to like, be consistent with cameras, the children in all walks of life, the guards should have cameras, the nurses should, the all primary skills should have cameras in them. By the way, by the way, in relation to guards, there is a suggestion that every guard should have a body. Oh, bro, I've heard yeah, about well, that. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they use them in the UK all the time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It seems to be like they're, they're, it's an easy bunch to pick on. Like, they would not even get away with suggesting this. Well, I mean, yeah, but the reason sector. this is all changing, and I understand yeah. the point you're making, and you kind yeah. of think we're going down sort of a nanny state route or some sort of big brother route, and, and I kind of agree with you in some sense, but society has changed. We, I suppose, as human beings, you know, if you go back 20, 30 years, you know, yeah. children were, you know, mistreated. But we just didn't yeah. know about it. We saw it in the schools 30 or 40 years ago. She were all kicked around the classrooms. Well, that that wouldn't happen that, now. Yeah, but like, that's like church and state again. No, 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 not just, they, yeah. they were lay people mostly in the yeah, schools well, were well, kicking well, kids around the place. Yeah. That's know. the point I'm making about if they're going to like privatise kids like childcare, then it's going to be ultimately for profit. And they're going to be run badly with a minimum amount of staff, too many children, and like really bad wages. And it's but but if you had a kid, Len... Pay, pay peanuts to get monkeys. Uh, right? I, I know, I understand. That's a whole other issue in the industry that people it's need to be paid really, better. But, like, if, like, if they need to be paid had, better, like, yes. There was a thing about that exact happy days question today. A lady that went in with a degree in childcare, she ran over after four hours. It was in the, the independence the other day. This is prior to this. She only came out since this has come out. She said it was totally overcrowded, totally over, like understaffed. Hide, it, was it was hide and seek crash, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, so that's so. Cameras is not going to sort this out. Do you know what I mean? Like, if that's yeah, but, case, but yeah, but yeah, but when, when, when you look at this issue, yeah, but Len, when you look at this issue, we are talking about the hide and seek crash, of course. At chain, they were the one featured in the program, but yeah. they're not the only ones. They just happen to be the ones RT filmed. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm not saying they're all like that, but there are many of them that are badly run. Exactly, but why are they badly run? 
Yeah, but it's but yeah, but when you talk about wages, and I I completely agree with you, they should be paid better for what they're doing. But that still doesn't excuse somebody mixing water with milk or forcing a child to sleep or exactly. You know what I mean? That's a privatisation issue as well. It's like the business at the end of the day. But why? But why? What's the problem? You know, I still don't see what your problem is. If we had CCTV cameras and your kid was in there, Len, it means that you could have peace of mind that if you had any concerns or trust issues at the start when you put your kid in for the first few weeks, that you can just pop on, have a quick look, everything is grand. After a while, you probably won't even no. bother looking. I'm against the fundamentally on all, all sorts of grounds. The big brother thing. Like, like where, where, where are we going with this? Like, as I said, if you're going to be consistent about it, there's, there's you clubs. But we have cameras everywhere UK, now, Len. The scout then, but they all haven't, they're not talking about putting cameras in the 24-7 on people that are earning minimum wage. I'd like to see them try to do it in sections of the public sector. I mean, I've a, but yeah, but hang on, but hang on, hang on, Len, with the greatest respect, I have a camera on me at the moment. Yeah. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, when they put the cameras in here about six years ago, I think it was, they put CCTV cameras in it, they were suggesting we were going to kind of go live on the internet. Well, no. And there was one or two people had issue with it, but it wasn't a major issue. What but I, I have no there, issue. What you said there, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. That's your choice. But like, I'd like to say, if you were on minimum wage, run ragged with 20 children, and there should be like 10 staff and there's only four of you, how long you would feel like having that camera on you all day? Okay, well, it's a fair point. But let, let me just go to Bernadette. Stay there, Len, please. Uh, okay. Uh, Bernadette, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Bernadette? How are you getting on? Uh, yeah, Len has more, I suppose, concerns about the staff, you know, that you know it's invading their, well, not their privacy as such, but it's certainly putting pressure on them, the people who are paid very low wages for doing a very difficult I job. I also think, Noel, it's a lazy thing from Tilsley because they're an easy group of people to attack. Okay, okay. Well, Bernadette, sorry, go ahead. Well, well to me, I think... You should you should be working the same whether you have ten kids, two kids, or five kids. If the position wouldn't suit you, minimum wage or no wage, you shouldn't work differently whether you have ten, two, or twenty. That's um, just that's ridiculous. That's really easy to say. It is easy to say, Barry. Yeah, you know, like that's like saying that like if I have a hundred people at my counter and I'm a butcher, I shouldn't feel stressed as if there's only one. Like, yeah, I should do the same thing. It's not going to happen totally, in, in the real world. Get your point, Come on. But First of all, you, you should, you should, they, they, it should, it's not legal to be working minding 16 children like that lady was that day. Exactly. You know, and she, 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 was, she was actually worse to do it. She should have brought it, brought it to the authorities long before. Now, we'll just say on average there was five people. I, the, all, all those five people couldn't be bad. Yeah, but so, some people might just want to keep their job and they feel under pressure from their boss. It's like somebody working behind a bar who's serving an underage person. They feel they kind of have to do it because the manager has let them into the premises in the first place. Do, do you know what I mean? Having to do with a fine, but when, you're, well. when you have vulnerable people, vulnerable children, it's a different story. What? Okay, well, let me get back to the cameras there, Bernadette. Would you have an issue with cameras, you know, that parents I, could watch? I, I, w- I wouldn't, know because I, I feel you work the same as you do uh, you'd work. You'd actually work better. You'd be more. You'd you'd be more cautious and careful no matter what you do. I don't work under camera at the minute, but it's actually coming in the position I'm in. And I. I but there's cameras everywhere. It. Yeah, I've nothing. I've nothing against it. I think if you have, if you have nothing to hide. But secondly, anyway, that cameras isn't really fully the the answer. It's not going to solve everything. I think that uh, there's more health inspections done in, in restaurants and bars and, and, and whatnot than there is in actually these... In the crashes, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it... But, yeah, but the point Tusla made today, which is probably the only time I've ever agreed with him, is 
you know, no matter how many inspections they do, they're not going to find out about certain issues. Like, for example, we talk about diluting the milk or forcing a kid to sleep, or because uh, they're not going to do that while the inspection is being carried out, are they? No, but hang on, Len. Hang on, Len. Sorry, Bernard. It, it should be, you know, kids. People do these childcare courses and stuff, and it should be drilled into them. And if you take on that profession of looking after a child it's, it's very important and that they should be taught they should be charged as well if they see neglect and um, they, they, they that should be brought forward straight away in any shape or form from the smallest thing mm-hmm. um, to the biggest and they have they have they're taking on a big responsibility and they should live up to it I have been in that position minding vulnerable people and we have to be eyes and ears for them and be able to speak for them and you know they can't be all bad. It says that five staff. They should. There has to be at least three that's good out of that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Len. You want to say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I think that like it's on behalf of Tulsa and the state. I just think that it was like a knee-jerk reaction, and it's a lazy option. And I haven't really heard them even explore any other avenues. I haven't even talked about like income of these people, overcrowding, the effect it has on staff. Why are certain staff members feeling this way and doing this? It's like, you know, what kind of a degree have people have? Is the training good enough, etc., etc., etc.? Yeah, exactly. It's just that camera. Well, I I understand it is a knee-jerk reaction. Now, there are, by the way, Len, some operators already, creches that do have cameras for parents to look in if they want to. They're already there. Yeah. But they just want to make it mandatory. Uh, exactly. which, which avoids, I mean, obviously, hide and seek didn't have cameras. Uh, somebody says, of course, there should be the most expensive CCTV in crashes, and there should be one adult per child. Now, <laughs> I, look, I get what you're trying to say, and I understand that would be the perfect solution, but if there was one adult per child, you can only imagine how much childcare costs would be. It's already expensive enough. I mean, you're essentially hiring somebody to mind your child, an individual per child. Anyway, he goes on to say the wages should be higher. I agree with that. And treble the staff in Tusla, and that would cost around three grand a month, and it'd be just like in Sweden, all paid by the taxpayer. More rules, please. Uh, what a great idea. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. It's a great idea now. Let me go to two if I can. Uh, to Lisa. Lisa, you're on Classic Hits. Hi, Niall, how are you? I don't think one adult per child would be feasible, to be honest with you, but I would never. Well, that's, that's almost as plausible as one parent staying home with them. But yeah, you might, as well, you might as well just stay at home with your child. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so Lisa, how do you improve the situation and would you agree with cameras? I'm 50-50 on it through experience alone. Um, I've worked quite a lot with children in and out of creches and in security for World Dance Championships. And I've seen where CCTV can be taken over and used and shared among a ring of very undesirable people with your child's images. Okay, so you, you were, the dance competitions you were looking after, what was it, for young kids? Well, you'd have from the from competing age all the way up to 16, 17, but right. with the makeup and the hair and everything, it's a lot more glamorised. If we brought in regulations around it, for example, I, I give you radio, for example, you know, this conversation is now being recorded, uh, but the broadcasting standards, we have to keep that recording for a period of time, then we have to delete it for data protection reasons, uh, apart from what happens to be in the public domain. Um, we have complete control over it. If it was a yeah. crash, well, then the state would have to have some level of control over it, whereby you cannot, by law, publish it anywhere publicly. But if you, with these crashes on your phone or wherever way you choose to log in and see your child, 
you're also putting other children in jeopardy doing that. There are many How? people that have moved, that have been moved or have had to move for whatever reason in their relationship. They've been put into protection. Their child is protected. If you're accessing everybody else's children, because it's not just yours you can see, you're putting other kids that are probably already in a vulnerable situation more vulnerable. I have had experience I, I, Give me an example of that. I'm, I'm trying to... Okay, I understand what you're saying, but just can you give me an example of where another child would be at risk. So let's say, you and your hubby have a child and you put them into a crash. Me and me missus have a child and we put them in the crash, right? So all four of us uh, as parents have access to, to, to the cameras. Where, where's the risk of me looking at your child or you looking at mine? Is, is that a problem? If the child is, it, is it custody issue or the child is in protection, you're, as I said, you're not seeing just mine and yours. You're seeing probably the parents collecting and dropping. You're seeing other children, how they interact. These, in the modern world we're living in, these phones can be cloned, you can take the footage, you can edit and alter the footage and keep the live stream hidden. So it can be shared among paedophiles, it can be shared among any other type of people. When but if a paedophile, if a paedophile really a wants an image of a child, other to do is go online for that test. Exactly, but we're making it a lot more easier. If you're having live... I, th- I think we have to, easier. I understand what you're saying and I do understand but, the risks involved, but in saying that... I think we have to, there's a balancing act here where we have to protect children and clearly there's a problem in the industry. I totally agree, but there, there, just two other sharp points. If Tusla or whoever it was can go down, or I won't say Tusla, the undercover person who went into the hide-and-seek, why can't Tusla or these agencies hire these people while they're unknown to the rest of the creches and be able to go in and do this? Well, I've, I've argued, I've argued that for years. If Horse Yee can do it, why can't Tusla do exactly. it? Or why can't other organisations do it? Because it's not monetarily beneficial if they do that, which is a horrific way to look at it. It should be the child first. It should be their protection first. You look at it even at a kid's birthday party. You can't take a um, picture of your child with everybody else's to post publicly or wherever you want without the parental permission. Is it surely not the same thing? Okay, well, but stay, well hang on, because Nigel doesn't really agree with you. Um, Nigel, you think you would prefer to see cameras in and the risk of anything might be untoward happening there than something happening to your child? Oh, would yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I understand Lisa's concerns. You know yeah, that you know she can look at your children, you can look at hers, and there might be other vulnerable issues around that. Well, the only issue, like the, the, the stipulation that I would have in Niall, that is, it's 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 restricted to obviously the people that have, of course, you know, kids in the crash alongside mine. Yeah, and, and I think the passwords would have to be changed. There would be some sort of automated cha- way of changing the passwords on a you know weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, I mean, you can... It, it, Actually, that, you know what would be an easy thing to do? The password is changed on a daily basis. So every parent that drops their kid off has to ask for the password. It's very, it's very simple. Every evening, it to your, your, new, your new password is, is sent to your phone. Yeah. You, you, yeah so only those would have access. Let's say there's 25 kids in the crash, for argument's sake, all right? Yeah, that's 50 25 parents. Passwords, well, whatever, 50 or whatever it is. And there's 25 passwords sent out every evening. You register that into your phone and you can watch the following day's footage. Seems like a logical plan to me. I mean, Lisa, it, it, that, it that, 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 Lisa, it's that, that kind of eliminates some of your concerns. It still will, but you still have stoning and hacking. It won't prevent it. Well, but as you said, if they want to find something bad enough, they'll find a way. Yeah. Lisa, there's nothing 100%. No, are nothing is 100%. Are, are, are we going to stop our kids going into something centres? No. But no, I, I think, like, look, sorry, there's two people talking together, it's difficult to hear. Sorry, Nigel and Lisa, uh, and that could be my fault. But Nigel made a very good point, Lisa, that 
when your kids walk into a shopping centre, they're being watched by cameras. There's a security man in Dunn's stores watching them. There's a security man in Tesco's watching them. I don't mean particularly watching kids, but they have acts. Your kids are being watched by cameras all the time. Surely this is the most important place for them to be watched. Exactly, but at the end of the day, I still can't, as you and we both obviously agree on why there can't be these undercover people to check. I've worked in the food industry as well. If there's an inspection, they all tip each other off. If there's an inspection in the crash, we were tipped off. It shouldn't be like that. If it's safety and it's meant to and, be... And I, no, I agree, but that's a separate issue. And I do agree with you that there should be random inspections, there should be undercover inspections or secret customers or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. That should absolutely be done. If RTE can do it, why can't they? And I agree with all of that. But also, I don't, I don't personally see the issue with the cameras. I wouldn't have a problem if my child was in a crash. My children are all too old for that, carry on now. But if they were in a crash, I wouldn't care, Lisa, if you could see my child. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from now, but there are kids and there are, whether it be a mother or a father, that are, I won't use the term witness protection because it's not the term that's used over here, but they have been moved for safety issues. And you're and, and, and what's the chances or what's the possibility of, let's say, an estranged father in another county or country, wherever, who has, you know, obviously a protection order against him um, or her, be it her, let's be fair, um, getting access to that password on a daily basis, probably slim to none. Well, you should stop phone cloning and all that. It, it definitely won't happen. I, oh, okay, okay. No, I, I do understand what you're saying. There's, there's ways around everything, and I do appreciate that, Lisa. And everybody has the possibility, the technology. There's people out there who can hack the best of equipment in the world. And yes, but I, I do believe we have to balance it out, and there's a balancing act here to protecting children as well. All right, loads and loads of text. Thanks for that, Nigel. Thanks for everybody. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.